I'm Colson Craig. And I'm Madison Hanbury. So you guys were talking about something before we actually officially started recording, so just continue with that conversation. Okay, right. so uh, the new version of Audacity is out, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how long it's been since the last revision of Audacity, but this new one boasts some really nice features. Actually, it's really pretty much just what you come to expect with Audacity. They reorganized some of the options and they made the uh, interface look a little nicer. How do you like it, Colson? I just told you, him about it. Yeah, I downloaded it right before we started the show. What I'm are your looking thoughts? at it and it it looks pretty much the same, but now the buttons are blue squares with rounded edges instead yes. of rounded edges uh, with whatever they squares. were before. It's adopted the flat icon theme that many mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. programs have uh, started adopting since like 2010. Yeah, I was going to say, and by started you mean <laughs> have had for several years. Yeah, like almost a decade. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Audacity is a simple, free program, and it does a good, does its job well, I think. Yeah. Uh, back when I first started using Audacity, it used to crash, like, every other time I'd use it. But it was so much better than every, like, in terms of features, so much better than every other free thing I could find that I would still use it. At least now, the program doesn't just crash all the time. It's, like, actually functional. When did you start using it? I used it first when I was, like, 14, and it didn't crash back then, so you must have been a really early adopter. Hmm. How old are you? Uh, I'm 21. 21. I don't feel like I've been using Audacity that long, so I'm maybe I was just having strange problems with Audacity. Hey, I don't know. But they I, were I at some point on... solved by updating Audacity. So. Yeah, I run. Uh, I've been on, using uh, Audacity. Like five, six years, something like that. Oh, okay. Just doing random things like converting audio or recording stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, used to use it to record my uh, shitty high school band, uh, Jimmy JJ. <laughs> we have a SoundCloud called Jimmy JJ Improv. And uh, I, I feel comfortable saying that out loud because nobody will be able to spell it properly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. J-Y-M-M-I-E. No. no. Was the I appreciate the creativity. It's Jimmy JJ. J-I-M-M-Y-J-A-Y-J-A-Y. No, but that's close. J-A-E-J-A-E? Wait, do you remember how to spell it, Nate? No. J A Y J. Uh, well, you got the last part right. A. So J I M M Y J A Y J. No. Well, I give up. I give up. Like oh, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> it's like Jimmy Hendrix, JJ. And JJ, the way you spelled it, Colson. Jimmy JJ oh, cool. found on YouTube. No, 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 no. Are you part found of the on AGS crew? Who? The AGS crew from nine years ago who the fuck is the ags crew I, I, that doesn't sound familiar that might be the wrong jimmy jj wait i think this is in a foreign language probably we will put the link to the soundcloud in the description for the podcast oh no <laughs> have you found it colson oh no i wasn't even looking oh okay uh, i was just i was just joking so how wait how do you spell it again oh i found it Jimmy JJ Improv? Yeah. 
Yep, I found it. Wait, is it we, is it J A Y J A Y? I'll just put it in the Discord for you guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Johns Creek, United uh, Yeah, States. now I found it. <laughs> well, you found it because I linked to it. Yeah. No, no, no. I found it. The, I actually found it on Google. It's, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, <laughs> give you guys Likely a follow. story. Likely story. Well, anyway, for those of you wanting to hear it, it's soundcloud.com slash J-I-M-I-J-A-Y-J. So there you go. Yeah, and I don't even know the password for it anymore, so I'm not going to be updating it anytime soon. Uh, we would just record that shit on Audacity sometimes with like my webcam mic usually or a guitar hero microphone um and we would just like i think a couple of them are done on an ipad and i just would like cut it but not really like edit it at all um and i just post it on soundcloud right and just improvise okay so uh i know that matt you had a very specific story you wanted to discuss what was it regarding intel and amd Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, the arch rivals AMD and Intel have decided to team up. Can you believe that? Yes. Why can you believe that? Did you read the article? Well, sorry. I meant yes, that's happening. And I didn't realize you asked a question because I was reading while listening. I have no knowledge of this. Is this to sell more laptops? Kind of like how mm-hmm. they all got together to just get people to buy computers again? I think it's what? worth explaining exactly what the product is. And, uh, you know, I'll leave that to Madison. All right. So basically what it is, is it's, it's like a processor with an integrated GPU. Um, so what they've done is they've said, so okay. A system on a chip. Um, yeah, it's, it's one chip, right? Um, it's They, they want to bring, like... Um, gaming performance to like really thin laptops um so the chip's gonna have like instead of the standard ddr5 gpu memory built in it's gonna have hm hbm2 graphics memory wow Uh, that's 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 letters yeah 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 (laughs) let me explain the difference also one number so instead of coming with uh gigabytes of dance dance revolution 5 um ddr5 yeah i got it uh-huh. Oh, okay. It was funny, wasn't it? All right. Uh, uh, anyway. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, long story short, it's a higher performance, lower power graphics memory. Um, well, thank God it's not the the opposite of that. Yeah, and and so <laughs> lower performance, they, higher power. <laughs> they they said, AMD said, you know what, Intel, you make a pretty good processor, and. And um, Intel said, you know what, AMD? We suck at making integrated graphics. So uh, they just teamed up, and I guess they're, you know, trying to combine forces to make the best possible product. So can I just uh, try to understand this a little bit? So I I know I'm familiar with AMD's APUs. Uh, In fact, a version of one is used in, like, the PS4, which is basically an AMD processor, or AMD CPU plus AMD GPU together in one thing. Exactly. So this is... Like that, except it's an Intel CPU instead of an AMD CPU. Exactly. Okay, that's actually really cool and uh, exactly what I would want in an APU. Not that I want an APU, but you know, in terms of getting the best performance from a laptop, I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah, and their goal is to like bring like high end or at least mid tier gaming performance to like portable laptops that are I think yeah. affordable, but I'm sure they're not going to be as affordable as you'd hope. 
you just know that the Intel, or excuse me, the AMD CPU division is going, why? No, God. I know, right? Why, You're you like, evil people? We just did so well with Ryzen. <laughs> why are you Look at these us? CPUs. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they've got CPUs coming out of their eyes in the form of tears. What would be really interesting is if we had the same kind of thing, but we had AMD CPU with an NVIDIA GPU. Now, I wouldn't actually want that product. I'd rather have an Intel CPU with an NVIDIA it, GPU. It would but be I'm just saying that that would, would be, be like... Interesting. That would blow my mind in terms of a collaboration even more than the Intel AMD collaboration. You know what would blow my mind even more than anything else? What? Um, if, I, if instead of all that, we got a new ATI graphics card. That would be really bizarre for them to bring back that branding. <laughs> Guess what, guys? Yeah. AMD, forget that. Yeah, AMD yeah, ATI. Sucks. Try ATI. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we undid the purchase, and then they bought us. <laughs> we spun them off as their own company. Again. That's right. And then oh, they man. bought us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, so uh, go ahead. I, I'm looking at some notes from last week, and you've got ideas. Oh, it's not last week. It's from the 1st of Sept- uh, November. Was that last week? No. Was it? Uh, we actually did talk about, I think, Star Wars stuff. No, that was stuff, two weeks we ago. You, you've got yeah. ideas, Cody and Piracy, and Kubuntu. Nate, please explain those notes. Uh, sorry. Jeez, uh, jeez, Nate. <laughs> I don't, like, duh, duh. I'm one just quick, kidding. One, I'm one just kidding. Thing, one quick thing before we get to those notes. Um, have you guys ever heard of Folding at Home? Yeah, of course. No. Uh, they used to have it on PS3, where you could lend your PS3 power to help... Uh, cure stuff okay and matt i'm assuming that was a sarcastic no no that was a serious no i really don't know what it is okay folding at home is basically a research that's going on i think it's at stanford university um medical research uh basically that oh, yeah. help folding proteins and Ooh. folding at home is this large network of basically outsourcing processing power to anybody who will sign up so it's a little bit of software you put on your computer that basically just uses your computer processor to run um you know, run processes to help fold proteins and all that type of stuff so they can do medical research. Um, and then they kind of made it into like a game. You can join certain teams and can get points for for completing certain amount of proteins or whatever and, and you know, win or whatever. So it's kind of a social way of, of advancing medical research um, by actually outsourcing your computer power. Kind of like what some of these websites nowadays are doing with cryptocurrency, only not mm-hmm. illegal. Yeah. <laughs> And not at all morally, you know, ambiguous or terrible. Well, it's actually it's not, very good. It's not illegal if they have a disclaimer, but usually they don't. Because it's all technically who, who's going to consent to that? Yeah, sure. You can use my computer to mine cryptocurrency. I mean, people <laughs> who don't know what it is probably probably don't care. Yeah, and it's kind of like how everyone's like, I don't know what a cookie is, but sure, you can use it. Okay, is it just me or are more websites alerting you about that now? Like when Cookies? I went, over, yeah. Yeah, you don't need cookies that much. Any- well, I mean, a lot of websites still use them for passwords and stuff, but like, um, cookies are a security hazard because when they get stored in your browser, um, other things can like go in and grab your cookies. And from that, they can get your password, they can get your credit card number, they can get anything that was stored in that cookie. I actually have some interesting uh, information that, uh, Madison, you'll be interested in now that you're going to have a, an EVGA GPU. 
Uh, so there are teams for folding at home, and they get like points, and then they, you know, every however often folding at home is like, hey, you know, this team has done so much folding, which is cool. So mm-hmm. if you have an EVGA uh, GPU, you can sign up on EVGA's website and like become part of their folding at home team, and they will give you uh, like dollars. Like every month, if as long as you reach a certain threshold of folding, they'll give you like X amount of dollars. I can't remember what it is because I don't do it anymore. But wow. uh, it's like out, out, out over like three years, which is about the amount of time you'd have a GPU if you you know upgrade every once in a while. You basically have enough to buy like an EVGA GPU or almost. Holy crap! So, so like yeah. the, the upgrade pays for itself. Yeah, exactly. Which is really cool. Now that being said, obviously, when you're folding at home, uh, you're like using your GPU to its like max to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So not only are you like potentially wearing down your GPU a little, bit, a little bit faster, but also the electricity cost will be higher. So it's obviously better to do it with, uh, you know, GPUs that use ele- less electricity uh, and do more folding. But you only have to go up to a certain threshold to like earn it. There's like a bar. So you hit that bar. All right. You get your dollars for the month. Uh, and yeah, it's really cool. I, I don't know. I haven't done the math to decide if it's actually worth it, but I think it is quote unquote worth it in terms of dollars to do it. So just so you know, I have it I'm down with that. I have it running on my, like on my server or, or, you know, it's a gaming PC now, but whenever it's on, I have it set up. So it automatically turns on. Um, and there it actually, like I had it on my laptop and I was just using my CPU. And then on that gaming machine, it's using both my CPU and my GPU. So I, I, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's specifically the use of the GPU. I, I think it can use whatever you want it to use any mm-hmm. processing unit you have. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just saying that the EVGA team, I think requires you to register an EVGA GPU serial number to use it, you know, huh. to get the dollars. Now, I'm not saying that you have to only use your GPU to do it. I'm just saying you have to have an EVGA GPU yeah. registered on the site. Well, yeah. I, I used, I, I don't have an EVGA one, so I didn't join that. I joined the PC Master Race uh, nice. uh, team, I guess. Um, I actually found that when I was, I just was on Reddit and I found somebody talking about it. I've also had it running on my, my old phone, which is always plugged in. I've had that running. On, my, on your phone? On my phone, yeah, because there used to be an app that was just a Sony app, so it was just on Sony phones, but then they recently released it on the Play Store for anybody, so I downloaded it, and literally, that's a phone that just sits up there on all the time plugged in. The only thing that it does is that's just my remote control for whenever I want to like control stuff with my with my uh, Amazon Echo, so it's doing nothing, so I just have it plugged in, and it just does running, uh, just folding at home. Certainly not to the same power level uh, and probably you know efficiency that a PC can do it, but I mean, no. a little bit counts. So, yeah, sure. Nice. And uh, it, I, as I mentioned earlier, back in the day, uh, PS3 used to have folding at home on it. I mean, it. I mean, they've had it. They had it on there from very early, if I remember. I mean, I remember not having any idea what it was when I was a kid, and I had a PS3. And they, I mean, it's been on there forever. So you could go on your PS3, sign up for folding at home, and then your PS3 would do it. So it was pretty cool. And it came like pre-installed on PS3. You didn't have to go download it on the store or anything. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it was like a le- it was like on the XMB right under the store and under PlayStation Home, I think. Uh so like very visible. It's really cool that Sony's like supported it. Obviously, you you mentioned the Android app that used to be Sony exclusive. That's probably why I'm sure it's a similar the, the same kind of partnership brought that about. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So uh Folding home, yeah, I mean, it's a really cool thing to do. So if you if you just have, you know, if you don't mind the electricity costs, if you're a college kid living in dorms where you don't have to pay for electricity, especially, 
you might oh, as well yes. uh, oh, yes. put your computer on folding at home and, you know, help fold some proteins. Yeah, definitely helps out. And it even gives you like a description, like when you're doing it, it'll show you like what project you're working on, who's the researcher and what they're trying to go towards. It's obviously a bunch of medical mumbo jumbo that I don't really understand, like <laughs> what exactly this protein's going towards. But I do know that like, what am I doing? Oh, somehow I'm helping cure AIDS. Okay, well, that's all that I care about. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a great program for sure. Yeah, so just letting that know to anybody who's listening to the podcast that you should uh, you should participate, help medical research, and help better everybody in health. Speaking uh, of uh, EVGA GPUs, just kind of a segue from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was talking to Madison beforehand. I, I got a new GPU, EVGA, uh, and Madison's actually buying my old one. That's why he. That's why I know he has an EVGA <laughs> GPU. Yeah, exactly. You're uh, giving it to me. Well, not context. giving it to me. You're selling it to me. Yes, and uh, so I got the 1070 Ti, which is newly released, kind of cool. Um, I my so I'm getting a new monitor, a 4K monitor, and I was like, okay, my 970 is a great graphics card at 1080p. It really, you know, it can't really handle 4K though. It gets something that can at least do like 1440p or maybe uh, so I don't know. So anyway. So I got the 1070 Ti. That came in today. I installed it. It's working great. The only thing is my current monitor is 1080p 60 hertz. So, you know, I can run a run my games on it at 1080p. And yes, they run at much higher frame rates, but uh, I can't tell the difference because I already was running them at 60 plus frames per second uh, on my 970. So <laughs> I can't wait till my new monitor gets here so I can actually appreciate my new GPU because at the moment it's pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but as you mentioned or, and, and as we were talking about, I'm, I'm selling my old one to Madison, so he'll be able to tell you about how awesome his 970 is soon. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so that's uh, just you know a little personal update. We usually try to talk about some personal projects every once in a while. There's not really much to that one except that I bought a thing. But, yeah. Well, well I'm proud of you. Thank you. No problem. Why did, Why again did you change it? Uh yeah, so I I got a new I'm getting a new monitor that's supposed to come in in the next day or two, and my it's a 4K monitor. My 970 can't really push games at 4K, even though it's great at 1080p. Uh, uh. so if I wasn't so, and I want to run at native resolution, I'm not even sure that the 1070 Ti can really do like 60 FPS 4K. And in fact, I'm pretty sure it can't at like high settings on everything, but it can at least do like 1440p 60 frames per second for sure. Uh, and if not, it can do like absolute max settings, 1080p kind of stuff. So basically to take advantage of my new monitor, I needed a new graphics card. So I ordered one. Also, I just had that itch to upgrade, you know, just had to do it. Why? And I found a good deal. How much did the new 4k monitor cost? Well, actually the 4k monitor is a gift, so Uh, I didn't have to pay for it. That's the big thing, uh, is that, you know, my upgrade cost here was significantly chipped down by the gift that was the 4k monitor that's coming in the mail either so the, the thing is if i had a mono price account i could go on my account and track the, the package but I, I checked out as a guest so they sent me a link and they're like hey if you want to track your order status just go to your account and it has the link for monoprice.com slash my account I click on that and I'm like, oh wait, I checked it as a guest and they didn't send me a tracking number in the email, so I just have to wait for it to show up. Just like nothing I can do. So anyway, I'm just kind of waiting around for it to show up. My my guess is that it'll be here in the next day or two. Huh. Yeah, but that's again a total guess based on the estimated shipping time from the original purchase. 
well then obviously you'll have to tell us next time how it looks and how it's totally worth it yeah oh i will and the, hopefully you the don't cool end thing... up sending that shit back oh yeah i, I hope not i think i said i bought a gpu for it uh <laughs> If I send it back, maybe I'll go with 1440p, 144 hertz instead of 4K60, but I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, the new monitor is actually, so it's 4K, it's from Monoprice, and it is, it's called Active HDR, so it is HDR. It has, um, you know, it supports like the wide color gamut and all that jazz. Now, I don't expect it to be, you know, balls to the wall, amazing HDR, but it will certainly be a step up from my current Acer 1080p60 SDR monitor, which is, it's kind of a discount monitor. I just wanted to go to 27 inches from 24, so I bought this Acer a while back. It was on a deep discount sale. So, uh, that being said, it is not the greatest, greatest in terms of color. So I'm sure that going from a mediocre SDR monitor to a pretty good HDR monitor will be quite the step up. Uh huh. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited anyway. for you, Coulson. I can't and wait to I'm... hear what you think of it. I'm also interested in finally trying out Simbu or Simu, I don't know how to pronounce it, the Wii U emulator, which I haven't tried out yet, oh. but I'm excited to actually try running like Breath of the Wild on my PC. Uh, that I, being said, I have played all the way through Breath of the Wild on yeah. Switch like one and a I, half I, times. I've seen, I've seen people um, actually starting to mod that game. And yeah, like, it's pretty mainly, cool. Mainly, it's just like texture and music changes and stuff like that, and model changes. But my yeah, it's like they one... can't do a, they can't do a lot of crazy stuff yet in the games. My favorite one is where they uh, replace the Henoxes with Shrek, and they, <laughs> they replaced all the horses with Thomas the Train Engines. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and in terms of modding, it's like they can't do a bunch of crazy stuff yet, but yeah, texture swaps have been done, and it's really funny. My favorite is Mario and Luigi, and uh, so it's Mario, but you're uh, like glider is luigi but like flattened out it's really hilarious <laughs> definitely oh check God. that out if you, if you yeah I, i've really seen funny. a lot of people having success with that emulator though is that the one that was developed by the same people who made dolphin uh no so simu is actually closed source and it's a uh, patreon supported and it has a crazy uh w once they've got breath of the wild kind of working roughly they got like a huge boost of patreon they make like hand over fist money on patreon it's ridiculous it's now here's the deal source emulator so are you serious so it's closed source and you're probably thinking well that sounds really shady and the suspicion as to why it's closed source is that it uses some um proprietary code from nintendo that like they shouldn't technically be using oh like they got a they and got so their like, hands on an sdk kit and managed to like export it yeah, something like that where like they they're they've got this emulator that's working really well and it's like hmm so they they the suspicion is that that's why it's closed source. Um they've talked about in the past that it like they basically kind of said it it quote unquote needs to be closed source for whatever reason. So, but they're doing a really good job with it, so I don't really care that it's closed source. No one's found anything malicious in it or Doesn't anything like that. Doesn't that make that, it so. any worse? Doesn't that make it even worse the fact that they're profiting off of this? Yes, it does. Absolutely. Well, yes. It's definitely so, illegal at this point. Yeah, so it's definitely illegal if they're using the proprietary code and they're getting the donations. Uh, but but again, they have plausible deniability. Exactly. That's why it's closed source. But again, all code is you're talking to code. someone who just doesn't care about, you know, that they are using proprietary Nintendo code to get the Wii U emulator. Because the Wii U is a complete disaster and I would rather play all of its games on my PC than on the Wii U. 
The Switch gonna, is a great little console. Yeah, the what Wii are you gonna, U. What are you going to do terrible. about um, not having a screen to look at? You know, a lot of games utilize that second screen. So you can actually put your second screen on your second monitor if you want, or you can have it as a little window. Uh, there's a bunch the of different tablet. options, but also oh, most I, games. I, I did see just, somebody using a um, an Android app as a second screen on their actual Wii U. That they yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the the way you have to do it is you actually have to run a server on your tablet, and it communicates over Wi-Fi. So it's literally like two huh. servers talking to each other. Weird. Yeah, I uh, I know that um, you know most Wii U games have the option of playing with like the Pro Controller, for example, and just not using the gamepad screen at all. So for most games, you can just move all those UI elements to the screen like already, and that's already supported if you're using the Pro Controller anyway. So that's how I would probably play. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, it's my understanding that there's some, you know, if you played Breath of the Wild, you know that the Sheikah tablet was definitely designed to be used on the Wii U, and that game is like definitely a Wii U game, even though it's also on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there's some cool like Sheikah Slate stuff, but it's not really... I mean, I'd much rather just play with a regular controller anyway. Yeah, me too. Also, I was also really disappointed that they kind of took out some of that functionality. It would have made it a better game if like, they just had that huge, expansive menu displayed on the touchscreen. Because every time I press that button to switch uh, weapons, like it really breaks the game. Oh, yeah, that's fair. It breaks fair. the immersion. Yeah, not the, not the whole game, but it breaks the immersion. I will say, Breath of the Wild is like... The, the I mean, it's so ever. good. It's like 10 out of 10, one of the best games ever. And then they came out with Mario Odyssey, which is like, Another, holy crap, how yes, can they keep doing this? Two games in one year. And I like, I just didn't think it was possible. So, I mean, I've been playing Mario. I mean, Mario Odyssey is not on Wii U, so I won't be able to emulate it on Simu. But I've been playing it on Switch, and it is so good. I've, I mean, I've got over, I think I've got like 600 moons, and I've completed the story. I've done... A bunch of the extra stuff. I mean, it's just so good. Oh um, yeah. Anyway, it's kind of a side track there into into gaming a little bit. But yeah, I'm excited to try out Simu. Uh, I'm um I'm obtaining <coughs> uh, the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild as we speak. Uh, I I already own the Switch version, so I'm not I'm not gonna feel guilty about that. No, it's actually illegal for you to own your games in whatever copy or whatever format you want, as long as you bought it legitimately. Well, here's the deal. The Switch version is different from the Wii U version. So I own the Switch mm. version, but so if I was getting like a Switch ROM, that would be okay, but I'm getting the Wii U ROM. So it's technically illegal, but again, I don't feel that I'm in a moral gray area. I feel like I'm morally okay, but legally not. Yeah, you're you're not immune. <laughs> but yeah, good no, thing I, that you recorded it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. We Listeners, please don't legalities on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, I did have something exciting. Hang on, just one sec. Well, now I'm drawing a complete blank as to what it was. Uh, oh, I remember. Do either of you have an immediate, like, you already have in your head an idea as to what you might want to use a Steam link for? Playing games on that, that you can't play on that platform. So, like, if there's something that's exclusive to Windows and you don't have a Windows computer um, in your room, for example, then I might want to, like, use a Steam link to play that on whatever hardware no, no, doesn't no. run Windows. I mean, you personally. Oh, no. Okay, no. great. So, in that case, I am opening up to, to our audience a giveaway for a Steam link. So, if you tweet at me 
If you tweet at me, at Colson IRL, and say you want the Steam link and you're in the United States, I will send it to you for free. It is new. It will be missing the HDMI cable because I, I salvaged the HDMI cable from it. But uh, yeah, I have two. I have an extra one. Uh, so I don't, I don't need it. So, so let me get a listener this out there that, uh, that needs a Steam link, you just hit me up. So let me get this straight. You bought Steam Link when it was on sale on Steam for like the $1. Then now you're giving it away for free. Don't That's break correct. the illusion. That's correct. Why did you buy it in the first place? Uh, because I thought my old Steam Link was gone. And uh, <laughs> then I discovered that it was not gone and I still had it. So now I have two Steam Links. Fair enough, fair enough. But I did need the HDMI cable and I literally paid less for the link than I would have for an HDMI cable. So I figured I'll take the HDMI cable out, give away the Steam Link. You buy some so, expensive HDMI cables. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I paid a dollar for the Steam Link. Yeah, but you had to ship it, which was like eight bucks. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't including shipping. Okay. I, what I mean is the cost of the Steam Link, a dollar, was less than the cost of an HDMI cable. Okay. So anyway, uh, I took the HDMI cable out. But other than that, the Steam Link is brand new, in the box. It has never been used. It's just missing the HDMI cables. If you want it, tweet at me, at Colson IRL. Or DM me on Twitter, and I will send it to you, no charge. Uh, the first person to do that will will get it. Now, uh, that does not include other hosts of the show, <coughs> Daniel. If you're listening, dang it. <laughs> but, uh, but again, I offered it to you guys first, so just to be clear. Anyway, I don't have any other news stories this week, other than you know personal news that I shared. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't have anything else either, personally. I'm Nate, working I know on you a, have a thing something at nine for o'clock. machine learning. It's probably why That's I've been exciting. a little quieter than normal. I'm at my school's library right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Podcasting from the library. Yeah, I, I found an empty study room. <laughs> You're just over there, like, hey guys, it's Madison. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, ASMR. I do have something, but I also have something to do at nine. So, could we wrap the podcast up? Sure, absolutely. We'll just hold it for next time. Not okay. before, not before you explain those links that I acted, asked about at the, or not the links, the notes that I asked about at the beginning of the podcast. Those were uh, the things I was going to save for next week. Okay, so I guess next next week. Next week, we'll be talking about Kubuntu. Did Nate use it? No. You don't know me. Did you use it? <laughs> you don't know me. I used it. Briefly. You don't know how long or for what. <laughs> but for a few minutes. It. Did you use it? Okay, I can talk about this for like because it's gonna take like ninety seconds. Yes, I used it. Uh, I was actually getting it all set up and it was actually a lot of fun. Once I got Kubuntu in there, I did like the interface. I was kind of tweaking it around, and I'm just not used to really customizing things other than like my wallpaper. Like uh-huh. even on my phone, like I tout that Android phones can like do customization but really i'm pretty simple when it comes to it i just like what the stock stuff is so i didn't mess around with how it looked very much and i got all the necessarily necessary um things installed i could not for the life of me update it to anything past 14.4 or 14.04 so like i couldn't get a newer version of ubuntu on it so that was weird and then i was like cool i'm gonna bring it to school i'm gonna work on this and i brought it to school and it would not hook up to my school's wi-fi network so it was effectively useless. No, you just don't know how to do it. 
well then you help me set it up and I'll use it. <laughs> I was I was already I was like uh, I'm gonna use it I'm funny. gonna use Ubuntu, and, but if I can't get on the internet I can't do anything. That's fair. But, well, yeah. I, I'm not there with you, Nate. I can't. Could you get on your home Wi-Fi? Yeah, I could get on my home Wi-Fi, but that was because I already had Ubuntu installed on it, mm -hmm. and so like I guess I had at one time been able to connect to my home Wi-Fi network. And then, so when I installed Kubuntu, it basically just, you know, added the new desktop on it. It didn't change any of the underlying settings. No, that's, that's not what happened. What happened was, um, so your school Wi-Fi probably has, like, a lot of people who use it, right? Yeah. Um, it is a college Wi-Fi network. Exactly. So you have to choose the right protocol. It's P-E-A-P, -E Leap. And then once you do that, you'll have a username and a password you can put in. You put yep. those in, and then you can use your school's Wi-Fi. P-E-A-P, -E Leap. Okay, I, I will. Think, I think so. I could, I could check mine right now since I'm at school. Um, and I forgot, what are you, you're running Kubuntu right now? Yeah, I'm running KDE Neon, but pretty much Kubuntu, yeah. Okay. Well, I was just assuming you weren't running uh, Audacity and um, Discord on Slackware. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not, it's not... P-E-A-P -E leap. It's just P-E-A-P. P-A-P. P-E-A-P. Okay. Yeah. W-P-A and W-P-A-2 Enterprise P-E-A-P. So, like, if you go to your Wi-Fi settings and you click on the Wi-Fi source, uh, you go to the third tab, um, and then it, it has those options, and you just put in P-E-A-P, -E and you can go ahead and put in your username and password. Hmm. All right. Well, I will remember that. For next time, and then, so well, there's that mystery solved. Um, and <laughs> you you could have just texted me, man. I'm here for you. Well, I, I don't know. I didn't know. So anyway, so I'll figure that out. And then, as far as the next, the other thing I wanted to talk about, Cody and piracy. We will talk about that next week, and the whole Cody and piracy thing going on that I've been reading about the past couple weeks. But anyway, we'll talk about that next time. I gotta go, and I'm sure Matt's gotta go, and Colson, you're probably busy for something. <laughs> no, I'm busy. I'm Bro. busy on Colson's behalf. Alrighty. Thank you. Well, that works. Anyways, thanks so much for listening, guys. We actually did have a roughly 30-minute podcast this week. Proud of us. Hey. Woo! Claps all around. Uh, did, you, did somebody just, like, hit their microphone? No, that was me clapping. Oh, okay. It sounded like you literally just like slapped your mic. Here's yeah. me clapping again. Okay. Oh, the sound quality might be shitty for me this week, by the way, because I'm using headphone microphones. So. Ah, you sound okay. Yeah, you sound fine on my end. So. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that's gonna do it, guys. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Colson, if they do want to tweet at you, how do they tweet at you? You tweet at me at Colson IRL on Twitter and uh, or mention that you want that Steam link and I'll send it to you, like I said. If you're in the United States, can't do international shipping. That is expensive. Um, Matt? Tweet at me at... Uh, so what I want you to do is you wanna, I, wanna go to I want you to go to your Twitter and I want you to click on your profile and then find your Twitter handle. Uh, copy that and I want you to tweet at that Twitter handle. If, and I'll, I'll see it. I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> i'll see i promise i promise perfect yeah and then i'm also on twitter if you want to tweet at me i'm not offering a steam link but still tweet at me uh and with an eight and w-i-t-h-a-n the number eight and that's gonna do it for this week guys thanks so much for listening and we'll see you guys next week
Peace. Thank you.